You're listening to Pop Culture Fanatics, a podcast for the crazy fan in you. Once a generation, the finest warriors must do battle to decide the fate of their realm. I, Shang Tsung, welcome you to Mortal Kombat. If Shao Kahn wins this tournament, Earth as you know it will cease to exist. Let Mortal Kombat begin. I will win this tournament. Let's see what you've got. What is it you want? To seek my revenge. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Val Cisco, the Grandmaster of Podcasting. And of course, welcome to Nothing to Watch, brought to you by Pop Culture Fanatics, a podcast for the fanatic inside of you. Today's episode is going to be a fantastic one because it's very near and dear to my heart. I'm a man that has loved me some fighting games ever since I was the age of seven years old, and I can remember vividly back in the day playing sega genesis and going to town on some mortal combat and when i found out january 2019 that we were to get a new mortal combat animated series that was going to be produced by warner brothers animation the same animation studio that's given us all the justice league and batman movies that have come out in the last couple of years y'all know i was hyped your boy was hyped so we're going to be talking about Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge. And for those that are new to the podcast right here, this is a segment I call Nothing to Watch. It's a segment basically if you really have nothing to watch, especially in these quarantine times and you're feeling bored and you thought, hmm, you know what, maybe I will go ahead and download this movie. Maybe I'll go ahead and watch something, but I'm not too sure if I should invest my time in it. Well, I'm your boy right here, and I'm going to lead you down the path to say yay or nay. So let's get down to the nitty-gritty. So we're going to be talking about Mortal Kombat Legends, Scorpion's Revenge. As I said before, it's a 2020 American direct-to-video adult animated martial arts film. Say that ten times fast. Based on the Mortal Kombat franchise created by Ed Boon and, of course, John Tobias. It is the first Mortal Kombat based um, out of Warner Brothers Animation. And, of course, this is the same animation studios that has given us all those Justice League and Batman and Teen Titans movies that have been fantastic. Some of them are hit or miss, but most of them have been fantastic. So when I found out that this was happening, bro, I was hyped. I was like, bet I'm down from some Mortal Kombat because I'm a guy that's a Mortal Kombat nerd. If you want to talk to me about Earthrealm or the Netherrealm, I'm your dude to fucking talk to. And when I found out 
that this was going to be a origin story for Scorpion, I was a little let down, straight up. Now I get it. For the Scorpion fanboys out there, don't chop my head off, all right? Don't, don't be doing the whole get over here to me right here. It's because of the fact that Scorpion is a franchise player is why I really don't care for him that much. Let me explain. He's like the John Cena for all you wrestling fans out there of the Mortal Kombat franchise. You look at Mortal Kombat, especially these days with NetherRealm Studios, you're looking at Scorpion as the mascot, basically. You're looking at all the games having Scorpion as the main cover. Look at Mortal Kombat 11, uh, Mortal Kombat 10 as well, too, and a couple other Mortal Kombats as well. Scorpion pretty much is on that main cover. He's that main dude that people pick, and I get it. Your first introduction to Scorpion basically is a guy in a yellow outfit ninja outfit you take off the mask there's a skull there and he burns the shit out of you i get it i understand that he has an arsenal of weapons he's a badass persona and he has a kick-ass story me myself i am a guy that likes c-list horror movies and b-list horror movies and d-list villains you know i'm a guy that likes man thing from marvel even though he's a rip off of swamp thing um so when i heard that we we're get the franchise player i was like all right like not totally disappointed because i could get into his backstory but i feel like we've seen this many times from either video game adaptations or maybe even from the comic books as well too hell we even saw some kind of story driven um i guess thing that happened on youtube with the mortal Kombat series that happened there which was pretty good as well too so i mean it's been done to death that's just my opinion it's like spider-man it's been done to death but alas i'm all down for it because i love me some mortal Kombat. now of course i would have preferred things like kung lao hell even fujin maybe even give me a story based on goro or whatnot i would have been okay with that you know just a couple of side characters hell even some backstories on shang sun that would have been pretty dope as an origin story or shao khan's origin story as well too things like that really intrigued me maybe i want to deep dive into the world of outworld or the nether realm or the chaos realm or denia or whatnot maybe i want to go deep dive into that into the black dragon clan or even the Lin Kuei clan but hey this is what we get i'm down for that I'm not gonna go beat by beat for the for the plot right now, because y'all already know what the plot's gonna be. I'm gonna tell you what I liked and what I didn't like. Let's start with, with what I didn't like. So what I didn't like about this movie so far was that we were told this is gonna be a Mortal Kombat Legends origin story for Scorpion. But essentially what this really was, was a Mortal Kombat 1 Origins movie mixed in with Scorpion's origin movie kind of mashing it all together and giving that to you with a couple of changes now that might sound pretty intriguing to people right now like damn bet val like this is gonna be dope like i get to see some little combat one action with some scorpion action to me i'm like guys you guys got the animation right you guys got the big warner brothers behind you backing you up if I was that executive right now talking to ed boom talking to the bias talking about mortal kombat I would have made sure that this would have been a 13-part episode that we could have streamed on HBO Max. That's coming out in May. You have all your DC and Warner Brothers projects releasing on that specifically. Well, F it. Why don't you go ahead and release a 13-episode animated rated R series based on Mortal Kombat 1 or hell, based on Scorpion. You could have done something like that. Both ideas have the meat inside of them to sink your teeth into. Um... So I felt like this was a little rushed a tad bit, and it was a little convoluted in my opinion. Um, so like I said, you could have had either or. 
and it would have been just fine. So knowing that um, you had all this craziness happen, plus a couple of changes, it kind of bothered me. Let's talk about the art style, though. Art style was okay, a little rough. It wasn't crazy rough. I'm not a person that complains because I'd rather look at story than artwork sometimes. If the story's good, I'm all down for it. You, you tell me that we're going to get a great story, I'm all down. It could be the shittiest animation in the world. Um, I'm all in for it. But this right here, a little rough. It kind of reminds me of Defenders of the Realm, the old Mortal Kombat TV show or cartoon show that came out in the 90s, 1996 to be exact. And as much as it was pretty creative for that time, it looked like a, almost a carbon copy of what it was right now to what it was before with some slight changes and variations. One of the things that bothered me was the shading of the characters. I felt like there was a lot of outlines that were still seen or like the shadings on their body parts like veins or one thing that really bothered me was knuckles. All the characters' knuckles were lined black, which made it look like they all had brass knuckles, but black brass knuckles for no damn reason, looking like they're about to knock each other out. Now, that could have been an artistic choice. I totally get it. I understand that. But to me specifically, I just didn't like that whatsoever. I wanted a little bit more sharper image. I wanted something a little bit more creative, and I felt like we didn't get that. I felt like some of the animation looked a little crude. And if that was a choice, I totally understand. But I feel like we could have done something a little bit more different, a little bit more vibrant, in my opinion. Like it's said guys this is my opinion for those that do love defenders of the realm it's a pretty okay show <laughs> it'll give you your fix from mortal Kombat. but i feel like it's in the past for a reason we're in the future we have new technology might as well use it right maybe i'm wrong who knows y'all let me know another thing i didn't like i love the well i i, I will say the brutality in this is great it's fantastic but there are certain times where people are getting chopped and bloodied and messed up where we saw limbs kind of fall off, but the limbs look like sliced up pieces of ham. Maybe that was an artistic choice. I don't know. I'm not the artist on this project, but I'm just saying, if, we're, if we have the rated R slapped up on this, might as well go to town and make sure this looks freaking abnormal, crazy, and close to realistic as possible. But no, instead, you know, let's say Scorpion slashes somebody with a katana, the whole arm comes off clean, but looks like sliced ham. Legit. It looks like if you had a Christmas dinner and you took the ham out of the oven, you go ahead and slice it out, and you see like that pink with a little bone inside of it, that's what it looks like. And I, it, it felt a little childish to me. It felt like we were getting maybe PG-13 or even PG-14, uh, yeah, PG PG-13. Like the blood was fantastic, but I felt like those essential cuts, they needed to be gruesome. I didn't feel like any of it was gruesome whatsoever. Uh, aside for some throat slashing and things of that nature, those look good. But the body parts being slashed off, meh. And of course, the changes. The changes, I just, I, I, I couldn't wrap my head around that. Now I get it. We're all Mortal Kombat fans, and we've seen the franchise go from up to down, to reboot, to rehash, and it's happened. And they've done creative liberties that made it, I want to say, either better or for the worse. The last couple of games, it's been for the better. Mortal Kombat 9 to reboot the whole franchise and change the story. It was pretty good. You know, Mortal Kombat uh, 11, they changed the story and it was decent, but it still made sense in a certain way. Uh, where there's ultimate t timelines, where there's a multiverse now for Mortal Kombat. I totally get that. Even in Mortal Kombat 10, you know, you continue the story with legacy characters like Cassie Cage and whatnot. Um, this right here, it felt like the creators wanted to have their cake and eat it at the same time. 
And I didn't like that. I just felt like, you know what, if you're going to make bold moves, go forward and have fun with it. Or if you're going to stick to the main story, stick to the main story. Um, so one of the main changes that I just didn't like were the amount of Mortal Kombat 2, 3, and essentially 4 or 5 characters that were hidden gems or characters you saw in this. You know, you saw characters Baraka, uh, uh, you saw characters like Shiva, you saw characters like Motaro, you saw characters uh, like Reptile, even though Reptile is a hidden character in Mortal Kombat 1 and is in the comics saying that he was there the whole entire time. You got fully fledged reptile. You didn't get like ninja disguised as the man reptile. You got fully like evolved. I'm gonna fucking eat your face reptile. And essentially, some of these characters. Spoiler alert! Right now, you guys can move away. Let me know. Come back to me in about five, four, three, two, one. They kill off a lot of these main characters. They kill off reptile. Sonya Blade kills off reptile in her Mortal Kombat tournament match. You see Baraka getting killed by Johnny Cage in this tournament match as well too. Um, and that brings me to my, my last point right here, which I didn't like about this movie, was the fact that we had not only Scorpion's origin, but we had kind of the the the, the trio, the, um, the the almighty trio of Mortal Kombat, Liu Kang, Johnny Cage, and Sonya Blade's origin story as well, too, mixed into this. Like I said, it's very convoluted. Not only did we get Scorpion's story of, you know, of the massacre and we'll get into that but we also had you know the the johnny cage being you know a movie star which we've seen countless times uh, being dragged into the tournament we've seen sonya blade looking for kano we've seen that countless times and we've seen Liu kang being training to defend earth realm for the final mortal kombat we've seen that as well too along with raiden so i felt like we got that mortal kombat story so many times that it's ingrained in us that we're like all right well did we really need that and I felt like that was something that we could have just gave more to Scorpion's mission or Scorpion's revenge angle or even the little things that were happening behind that with Quan Chi. And we didn't. Like, I felt like it was just half and half. And it could have lended better to maybe a 13-part episode or, like I said, serve one or the other. And if you have the license now to make other movies, go ahead and do that later on. But for right now, it kind of felt like they were having their cake and they were eating it at the same time. And those are my biggest problems with the movies right there. There were some other couple of changes as well, too. Um, maybe we'll get into them or maybe not. Like, I, I want you guys to watch this movie and have fun and enjoy it. So hopefully you guys can do that first. Um, before we get into what I liked about it, let's take a quick break. Um, give some love to my sponsor and I'll be right back. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Val Cisco, dropping some knowledge about Anchor. Guys. Have you ever wanted to record your own podcast? Don't you want millions and millions of people to listen to what you have to say? Whether it's about Zeus, whether it's about sports, whether it's about everything that's going on in the world of quarantine. Guys, what are you waiting for? Download Anchor. Anchor basically is a one-stop shop for all your podcast needs. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Number two, it's free. Guys, it's free. There's not a lot of freebies out there, so grab this. And, of course, Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard from different places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and many, many, many more. You can make money off your podcast, too, with minimum listenership. So right there, guys, like, listen, this is a no-brainer. 
download Anchor. It's pretty fantastic. I love it. Hell, thank you, Anchor, for giving me the platform to speak about all the random things that I do. Uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So please, once again, download Anchor. You can download it off the Apple Play Store, the, the Google Store. I don't know if you guys have Blackberries out there still. Uh, whatever is out there, download it. It's freaking phenomenal. You guys won't regret it. Take care. Ciao. All right, all right. So we are back, and thank you guys if you're still tuning in. So, as we were discussing about Mortal Kombat Legends, Scorpion's Revenge, let's talk about what I liked about this. Right there in the title, Scorpion's Revenge. It was pretty awesome to see the systematic breakdown of one Hanzo Asashi and how we get to see the Lin Kuei clan just decimate his village, his son, his wife, his friends and family. Um, I found that pretty um, rad to see the Shi Rai Ryu get dismantled by by all the, uh, the clan members of the Lin Kuei and definitely get to see Sub-Zero doing his worst as well to the original Sub-Zero from Mortal Kombat. Uh, one, we get to see um, his ice powers in full-fledged effect um, the massacre is pretty awesome, and uh, the standalone battle that we get to see with Scorpion, especially this um, this opening sequence with his son and him looking at a scorpion being attacked by fire ants, and the son's actually saying, "Hey, why don't we just help that scorpion out?" And you know, we see Hanzo teaching his son a life lesson, saying that the scorpion, um, although he's alone, he battles ruthlessly by himself for survival for 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 more than just himself for going back home to take care of what he needs to take care of and and all these references as well too we get to see him uh the scorpion being like almost um massacred by all these fire ants and then does this crazy out of nowhere flick of the flick of the flick of the flick of the wrist flick of the wrist flick of the tail smacking all these fire ants killing chopping them up and then being able to escape and um that actually plays into many parts of this as well too we get to see the scorpion name the moniker um be attached to hanzo whether um um it's his battle in the nether realm when he gets murdered by sub-zero spoiler alert for anybody who has never played a mortal kombat game um um he gets murdered goes down to Netherrealm, which is essentially their hell, and we get to see the Netherrealm full-fledged, and I thought this was pretty dope. We can see it in video games, we can see it in the comics, but it was cool to see it here with all the demons happening and whatnot. Um, you get to see Quan Chi's lair as well, too, and how he worships Shin- uh, Shinnok. Uh, we won't go too far into that. If you guys want to deep dive into Shinnok's history, please do so. Uh, but you get the mythology of everything, which we're not talking about Sub-Zero mythology, it's the, the horrible game. The mythology of of all the worlds the chaos world nether realm outworld and um we get to see how scorpion makes a pat with quan chi stating that um i'll bring you back to the world again as a hell spawn and i'll bring you your family back if you help me resurrect shinnok so of course we get the plot line for scorpion's revenge and it's pretty dope to see him just take on the scorpion moniker and just slice and dice have his signature weapons um and be as ruthless as possible, as much as possible, throughout the duration of the movie. Even though he's portrayed a lot of times as an anti-hero, which I didn't agree with, I felt like in the original games and in the series as well too, he was 
characterize more as a heel, not to put pro wrestling terms into it, but as a heel rather than this anti-hero. More so like later on Mortal Kombat 2 going into Mortal Kombat 3 that he was more so an anti-hero. But definitely Mortal Kombat 1, he's full-fledged. I'm, I'm a Terminator. I'm going to destroy everything. Um, and also he wasn't really... Um, swayed by Shang Sun, as we saw in the earlier iterations as well, too, which I found pretty weird as well, too. More swayed by Quan Chi, and I like that. That's part of the mythos, and I'll keep that right there. Um, the island itself was pretty dope to see. I like to see Shang Sun's island. I'm a big, big mark when it comes to that. See old school Shang Sun with the with the spaghetti mustache. It's my jam to see. Um, awesome to see Goro and the original voice actor for Goro as well, too, was pretty dope. Like that right there made me go. My dude, right there, my dude. Um, I found that pretty cool. Um, little things like that. Um, it definitely has a spawn element. Um, of course, you know, looking at Ed Boom and how much he loves Todd McFarlane and how he introduced Spawn into the universe. Scorpion and Spawn are kind of side by side. And that's my personal opinion right there. Uh, but to see Goro, to see some of the combatants that were in this was cool to see as well, too. Some of the fight sequences are pretty okay. Seeing Jax get his arms ripped off by Goro was pretty okay as well, too. Um, but I just think that the mythos were better than the actual movie. Like, I love... The Hanzo death scene. I love the Hanzo Scorpion fight. Sorry, the Hanzo Sub Zero fight. The second fight as well too, when he actually faces Sub Zero and not the um, quote unquote um, uh, mirage that Quan Chi did. Um, uh, basically, he tricked Scorpion that Sub Zero actually murdered his family when that didn't happen. Once again, spoiler for a story that's been out for almost twenty five years. Um, that played into well. Like that stuff had me going. Like the sea. You know, Scorpion kill Sub-Zero and know, know that he killed innocent life and how he just flipped out. That was really cool to see. His fight against Quan Chi was pretty cool. And even though Quan Chi, quote-unquote, dies in this movie at the hands of Scorpion, um, it was nice to see he got the classic take off the mask, he got the flaming skull a la Ghost Rider, and just burned the shit out of him and sent him straight back to the Nether Realm. That was cool to see. Um, seeing Shao Kahn was cool to see at the end as a little Easter egg as well too going into the next movies little things like that had me going it's just I felt like the negatives or the cons of this movie I won't say negatives but the cons of this movie I'll wait the pros it's not a bad movie by any stretch and if you've never seen Mortal Kombat you'll probably be fully into this and fully invested into this the same way uh, I tell people when you watch the Netflix Death Note movie um, although, like, hardcore fans are going to spit on that movie as much as possible, if you have never seen Death Note, it's a pretty decent movie to watch and pretty decent characters to, to sink your teeth into. Same thing with this. Like, if you've never experienced Mortal Kombat whatsoever, this is a nice little entry point. I feel like there's other entry points that are far more better than this, especially the comic books. But, alas, this is where we are. This is what we're going to be getting for the next couple of years as well, too, if Mortal Brothers sees this as a success, which I definitely feel like it is so far. Scorpion's a... And not only that Scorpion's a popular character, and not only that this movie will sell on the merits of Mortal Kombat the name, but it'll also introduce fans into the video game and to search for the mythos a little bit more hardcore as well, too. So that right there is a success to me, and I feel like it'll be interesting to see where it goes from here. Just like how all the DC movies have been their own kind of iteration of the the mythos for the DC universe, while they have the same DNA but change a couple of things, I feel like those have worked a little bit better. It's going to take some time for Mortal Kombat to kind of catch up and see what they do for it, but 
I have some kind of confidence in it. I think that they should get away from the Legends aspect and try, or at least get away from forming everything together or mixing everything together and maybe just do one concise story. If we're going to, let's say, tackle Sub-Zero or if we're gonna, uh, the second Sub-Zero and focus on his story, might as well go full-fledged. Don't worry about Mortal Kombat 2 too much or Mortal Kombat 3 and just focus on his story because there's a lot to really offer in that story. The way how he reacts to his brother's death and how he's out to seek revenge against Scorpion and, of course, how he has allied himself with Liu Kang as well, too, those stories. I felt like that could be great as well, too. As long with the Elder Gods and, of course, the Lumi Shinnok story in the background, I think they're, they're, we're in for some treats when it comes to the Mortal Kombat universe. Alas, I'm going to give this a 3.5 out of 5, 3.5 out of 5, excuse me, um, because of the fact that the animation's okay. It's not super solid. It does bother me. Uh, the story's a little convoluted, and... I feel like it was a good taste, but it wasn't a good full-course meal, in my opinion. Um, so it didn't really satisfy me the way I needed it to be. Um, but for people that have, want this as an entry point into Mortal Kombat, perfectly fine. I'm pretty sure it'll satisfy your palate right there. So 3.5 out of 5. Not too bad, not too great, but right in the middle just for me. And that's because I'm a super fan of Mortal Kombat. Other than that, guys, that's really it for my um, review of the movie itself. It's available now on v VOD, DVD, Blu-ray, anywhere that you can actually find this. It's on it right now. Um, and it's a good place to put in your collection. Um, I don't know if the rewatch uh, value is going to be there. Um, I'm a person that that is invested in rewatching movies, and I could watch the original Mortal Kombat any day of the week. Hell, I could watch Armageddon any day of the week for the wrong reasons. Um, but I feel like this is going to be in my collection. It's going to stay there as a nice little piece, but it won't probably be played, pro I want to say, for another year or hell. Maybe if one of the kids want to watch it one of these days with me, rock and roll. But it's not really one of my favorites, and it's going to be collecting dust for a while, and that's just my opinion. Guys, that's my review for Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge. I'm your boy Val Cisco. You can find me on Instagram at that same name, Val Cisco. You can find me on Twitter at uncanny underscore V. You can find Pop Culture Fanatics on every podcast platform out there to date. iHeartRadio, Podcasts, Republic, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, you name it, I'm on it. You can also find me with my other co-host, Jay Rance, on Elite Wrestling Audio, a podcast strictly for professional wrestling from the WWE all the way to the indies. Um, you can find that as well, too, on all podcast platforms, and it also has a Facebook page as well, too, along with this podcast. It has a Facebook page and an Instagram page by the same names. You can also find me with my co-host, Jay Rance, on The Kimura Chronicles, a podcast about MMA all day. Yes, guys, I stay busy. We stay busy. So please, let us know how we're doing. The Kimura Chronicles is a MMA podcast, so if you want to hear us rant about Bushido Battleground or or the UFC or Fighter Island, please tune in. We're having good times over there. Uh, my boy Jay Rance has his own podcast, Lag Switch Podcast, strictly about gaming. Uh, you can see him doing his thing on Twitch as well, too. Um, talking about Resident Evil, talking about different games from the past as well, too. And my boy Jacob with his own podcast, Anxiety and I, a podcast specifically about everything. A little bit about everything. It could be video games. It could be about depression. It could be about politics. He goes and deep dives into things that you didn't think he would before. And he gets you right in the heart. 
So please listen to him, uh, rate, review, and subscribe. All of us guys, we're we're literally everywhere. And if you want to find us once again, uh, Pop Culture Fanatics is on Facebook as well too, and Twitter and Instagram. Let us know how you think. If you don't agree with my thoughts on the franchise whatsoever, or at least this movie, or how I feel about Scorpion, please let me know. I'm down for the heat. Anyway, guys, I am out of here. It's been a pleasure speaking to every one of you right now. You stay safe, especially in these hard times, but stay golden, all right? Get out of here.